SpaceX sues the government. And would you take a ride in a self-driving car? All that and more. Tech 411 starts now. Your personal guide to everything tech. Tech 411. Tech 411 with Oscar Santana and Todd Moore. Salutations. I'm Oscar Santana. Welcome to Tech 411. And I'm Todd Moore, and this is show number 114. Thanks for tuning in. Nice. Uh, as usual, we are here in studio in the DC studios, and we've got Miss Katie Cole, girl, in studio with us. Thank you for joining us as well. Hello. And let's jump right into it. Uh, a lot of news this past week in the world of tech, and we're happy to bring it to you. Uh, one of the most exciting stories for myself, and I don't know if you guys are as excited, but as you know, we use Skype a lot here during uh, the Michael Mara show and uh, a lot of other broadcasts that we've done in the past. And Skype has finally decided to unlock their video group chat. And people are wondering, well, what's that? Well, if you are used to actually talking to an individual on Skype and you want to do a group chat, you have to use services um, like Google Hangouts, if you'd like, you can pay for what Citrix offers you with GoToMeeting. Otherwise, you have to have a premium uh, account with Skype. And that was a $9.99 price tag, which wasn't so bad to give you unlimited international calling to uh, a nation of your choice. You could choose which country it was for. Um, but the reality is that within the article uh, that we all went over here is that Skype is kind of trying to uh, level the playing field when it comes to uh, group video conferencing. Well, I mean, in, in 2010, they, they introduced their group video and it was a premium service. But now with Google Hangouts, uh, that's what everyone's gravitating towards. And of course, Skype has a brand new strategy of they want to be on every platform, every device. So and they, they always have provided very good support for that, which is why we use them here in the studio. Yes. So I, I think they're being forced to a free group model since Google has made that service available for free. Yeah. And um, really, as far as the quality is concerned, as far as Google Hangouts, if you compare the two, the broadcast quality isn't as great with Google Hangouts. And, and I'm actually shocked by that because it should be better, especially with- I've had no issues with it. The picture isn't as crisp. It's not as pristine. It's not as good as, at least personally for myself, as I- as, Yeah, but when, when did you last it. try it? Uh, probably maybe two months ago. Like when it first came out? No, we used it a bunch of times and I used it again with my brother um, just because he I used to use it recently doing a, doing a panel with CEA and- I thought the quality was really? pretty good. And they had a broadcast studio there as well. And I thought the feed worked really well. Well, maybe you had the right tools if it, you're at a broadcast studio. Yeah, they probably did have, you know, better tools, better yes. internet. I don't know. But you could use just Skype at home and group chat. Because I've had a membership for the premium service for like three years now. And clearly you have different factors with your webcam on each side of the call, your up-down speed for the internet. I guess on my end, without being in a broadcast studio, we've never tried it here in the studio. It would be nice to see what happens, especially with uh, the up-down speed here. But I've never really had a fun, like, this is the perfect conversation we're having on the web, like I do with Skype. But again, maybe it's yeah, also Yeah, but we've never loyalty. used the group feature of Skype. We've only done one-to-one. No, like I've one used it a one. ton of times. Have you? A ton of times. We used it at my old office. That's primarily what we would use to talk to people. Yeah, I'm wondering if the the new TX service is... Uh, it's got to be 10 times better than what they offer now. Yeah, I'm the, sure that'll be included, right? Uh, well, TX... Well, group chat definitely has to be on TX, but TX is different from uh, what's happening right now. This group chat has been around for years now, but you had to pay yeah. for it. And I remember at work, we all had accounts for it. And when we would talk to people, we'd pull in different people on the calls. When we initially didn't want to spend the $9.99, this was a year and a half ago or two years now before I left my day job, uh, we were looking at the cost, uh, the comparison between just using Google Hangouts. And then we tried uh, the group chat. And for um, my, my boss and myself and my CEO at the time, 
um, we just realized the quality wasn't good enough to do a group chat on Google Plus, but that could have changed in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It's very true. But overall, a good thing for most consumers as you don't have to pay for it anymore. I don't know how much Skype or Microsoft is going to lose now over uh, with uh, $9.99, but um, it's definitely a price they're willing to pay, mm-hmm. right? Well, it'll be interesting to see. And of course, you know, Skype's on Xbox One and a lot yeah, of other platforms. That, that quality of that camera on Xbox One, and I have an Xbox One, mm-hmm. I don't use it uh, nearly enough. It's not worth the price tag at the moment yet, simply because of the titles. But that quality of that camera is the best quality camera I've ever seen. And you've, you've Skyped with it? Yes. Cool. Yeah, and it is I still use Skype like, for, for my business. I'm yeah. still running Skype. Oh, you guys Skype. love Skype. You, got, you, we, you use Skype as a chat Skype. service. Yeah. We use the text, we send files, yeah. we send links. I guess I could switch over to Google Hangouts, but you know, I tried it for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I always just ended up going back to Skype because that's where our, most of my friends are on Skype. And you're laid out that way. And I think that's kind of the case with everybody. You're going to be on the platform where your friends are, right? Yes, though. Uh, oh, go ahead, Katie. Who's not on Google? Everyone's on Google. True. No, you're right. That's a good point. But again, my brand loyalty simply lies, I think that because Skype, was built, and, I, and I, I'm also, I, I look at this in, on, in many different ways, that they built, they were built on video conferencing. That's all this company did for a long time. And since they've been doing it for so long, I believe that they put out a better product. That's why I was willing to pay the $9.99 a month for the pro- professional grade Skype. Now, is this going to change how their servers or their infrastructure works because you're going to have so many more people doing these group conferencings? Because it's, it's going to be free to the consumer. I don't know. We'll find out. But um, it's definitely good for people to try that out. The one thing that, I again, I would love to see overall is that to see all these devices be able to do group chat. Because um, as they say that Xbox One is going to work and they're going to bring it to mobile. I want to see how it actually works on that level. Because talking one-to-one, it's perfect. Uh, group chat on a mobile device might be a little different. So yeah, that'll I would be, think so. That'll yeah. be cool. Uh, another great article uh, that we have here comes from SpaceX. Oh, and, yeah. And Todd, I'll let you uh, break into this. SpaceX has had really phenomenal success here in the last couple of years with the rockets. But they're in this story, they're suing the U.S. government for a rocket contract. And they say that they're being excluded from the bidding process. Yeah. And the bidding process simply, you think there's only a handful of people that can actually offer this technology in the private sector. There is, but this is for the U.S. military. And Mm -hmm. apparently you have to have some sort of security clearance, which I completely understand. But if you've got a company like SpaceX, who's claiming that they could save the taxpayers uh, millions and millions of dollars to do what a Boeing or Lockheed Martin would do, what would you think as just someone that pays taxes and you pay a lot of taxes, a very successful man, what do you think SpaceX... SpaceX actually, do you think they have uh, have a good point for this? Because yeah, you know absolutely. how important it is. Well, they, they've proved themselves with NASA. Yes. And, you know, that's kind of their point. They're like, if we can do it for NASA, why can't we do it for uh, the DOD? And I think that point's valid. Of course, this is um, where SpaceX is suing the U.S. Air Force, yep. challenging a $7.2 billion contract that was uh, awarded to a company called United Launch Alliance, and that is a uh, partnership, if you will, between Lockheed Martin and Boeing, yeah, the two biggest players in, yes, launching rockets. Goliaths. Um, but SpaceX is kind of the new guy, and mm-hmm. they want to play too. Yeah. And they feel they're being excluded from that. And so uh, it'd be interesting to watch what happens. I think the problem is, for whatever reason, the paperwork that you submit just keeps getting held up. 
And so they're starting to cry foul. They're like, you know, we, we've tried to do it the way you're supposed said, to. Said through, to submit. But it seems like, you know, they're not allowing him uh, to get access to these contracts. That would, that would be interesting. If you think about it, you've got these big uh, military, and they, they have civilian contracts as well, but this big military contract, and they want a piece of, of that federal pie. You would think that a company that has worked with NASA, as you mentioned, would get a fair shot at this. He's clearly willing to, to level the playing field on his end. <laughs> and he's doing it with all of his companies, especially with Tesla, not yeah. being able to be sold in Texas, Virginia. I mean, he's I admire him for this. He's He is fighting the system that is set up to benefit the older companies that are well-established. Mm. And he's challenging that. Uh, it's certainly interesting. And I know that we've got a lot of um, contractors here, not that work in the space program, but for Lockheed Martin and Boeing, listen to the program, especially in DC area, but and I, th I think for, we we spend so great, much though, right? on DoD. Like I, I'm sorry, we spend way too much on DoD. We do. Well, I don't in this I, country. I don't know how much we spend. To be honest, oh I'm my goodness, are you kidding me? We, I, it's I'm obscene. a believer. It's obscene how much I'm we spend. So anytime, I'm not a anytime a company so can save a ton, billions of dollars, I say if give you can them a save shot. money, you got to give them a shot. Huh? I, I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about the DoD to, to speak on it. I just know that we. You're right. There's a lot of money being spent, but if they can save us some money and still do the job and do it securely, why not? Right. I'm trying to Google what, what the budget is, just so you know. Oh, I'm sure it's like, what, 45% of, of our uh, national budget. Uh, but you let me know as uh, we move on from space to terrestrial. But this also has to do with flight. Uh, have you seen this video of the tornado damage that went down in the planes? I have not. the drone? It's actually pretty captivating. There's uh, two feelings. One is clear sadness that, that comes over you when you see the aftermath of a tornado just uh, minutes after uh, it's like cruised through this, this community. And the other is intrigue because these drones, while a lot of people have uh, misconceptions of, and I think this is the name drone is probably not the best way to put it, but this unmanned vehicle. Drone sounds too violent and almost like military-like. But with these cameras, you can actually try to do some sort of recover or rescue because you get to be on the scene where maybe uh, emergency uh, vehicles can't get to. And when I start, when I watch this video, one, they don't tell you who's been flying it. So this could have been some guy that just wanted to get some video and put it on the news. And two, I think that there should be EMS workers and uh, fire departments should be issued these simply for uh, search and rescue uh, because you you really see an, a different vantage point minutes after the destruction what the, the landscape is and where maybe the trouble spots or hot spots would be for something like this um and the video itself uh 1080p clears day it's, uh, you can see that the storm has just passed and you see the first response vehicles on the ground and uh, whoever shot it uh clearly was skilled enough to fly it uh, far enough over this this area, but I think we're going to see a lot more of this. Well, uh, even last week we we saw flyby through fireworks. That was yes. like the big video. Yeah, that was really that. cool. Yeah, I, I think this is a really cool technology. Very cool. Though I feel I have a, like a really sick uh, feeling in my stomach, in the pit of my stomach, that says that this is all going to be regulated. There's going to be some <laughs> some sort of regulation that's going to come within six months or nine months, and everybody's going to be grounded and be a handful of people that can fly this. I was just flying, doing my um, my weekly uh, hours at the park here with my drone. And this was last Thursday, and I landed. I walked away after, um, and it's weird because 
just little kids flock to me when I'm flying this thing. Mm -hmm. And it's very uncomfortable for a man uh, like myself because I don't have kids and I don't want uh, the parents of the kids that are flocking to me. Like I have uh, Tootsie Roll Pops in my pocket <laughs> uh, to be like, what's this guy doing in front of this elementary school field? Yeah. Flying this uh, cool gadget to attract young boys, which I'm not. Y and you brought Halloween candy that no, you're just trying I to get just, rid of? I try to, I try to like shoo them away, like, but without being rude. And then they ask me about the gadgets and then they tell me about what they've done with their lives and I, and they're 11. And, and um, that's a whole thing. But outside of that, I uh, land the drone. I'm, you know, bebopping back to my condo. And a guy stops me. He's like, come over here. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be awkward because he had the crazy eyes. And I walk over to him. And I've, I've actually encountered this gentleman in the past. And he says, what is that? I said, oh, it's just a toy. Because I wasn't going to tell him it was a drone, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, this is what everybody's going to be doing soon. And the military is going to use this to take us out. And I said... <laughs> Who said that? This guy on my block. And I said, not a kid. Not a kid. Okay. There's a man who said, come over here. Like yeah. at first I was like, oh, someone's parents pissed at me for some reason. Uh -huh. uh, but it was just a guy on my block. And I think people still have the stigma about these unmanned flying vehicles with cameras. They think that someone's going to put a gun on them and, and take, them down, take them out. Oh. They don't know enough about what. Well, they these assume there's a be. video camera on there. Right? Yes, but they're, they're so it's used just like to the Google Glass thing. But nobody likes that. They're, nobody they're, likes no, video nobody cameras. Nobody likes it. But yeah. this guy, he automatically jumped from, this is a toy now, but in two years you'll be able to assassinate somebody with it. Yeah. How about you can now? You can now. Yeah. But not with this thing that I got off Amazon. No, I'm sure you could. Ow. Oh, well, I mean, well, I, so, uh, I'm sure you could attach to, something to, be fair, to do to some be fair, serious you damage. You are correct, because on Sons of Guns on cable, they took a drone, not my drone, my drone couldn't handle that payload, and put a gun on it. And they were using it as a mine. Uh, basically, it would fly over a mine, shoot a bullet down onto the mine to detonate it, a mine detonator. Mm -hmm. So it is possible. Yes, they added a gun to it. Had the shark glasses where you can see the first person view of what now the drone this is, saw. This, uh, that is a really valid concern because you could seriously, this could become a terrorist threat. These devices. Well, that's probably. Fair. I mean, how how far can you fly them? Like well, a the mile? Can you go a mile? Have, little guy I have is twelve hundred feet. 1200 yes yeah i mean that's a this could turn into a problem i kind of agree with your neighbor who hates you well that guy yeah I mean, everybody this could be this a guy. turn into a serious problem i'm not doing that i'm doing just evasive maneuvers yeah by the way you're posting videos on youtube and that's just like posted, pissing people off i haven't posted anything on youtube you're like flying up to people's windows and stuff i've never done anything like yeah, that you jerk. yeah whatever you know what how about you take you a little... told me you flew into your own window once didn't you that was with the Brookstone, uh, Brookstone AR drone. So yeah. what? So that thing that has a little camera that had 480p, I wasn't taking pictures. I was just trying to do what they did in the video. Yeah, I'm sure your neighbor knew that. Well, I had a guy in the window who was supposed to catch the thing. He didn't. He didn't? No, and it just tumbled to the floor and broke. This is a problem. It's, These things are going to be crashing everywhere. I'm telling you, they're going to How much did you pay for yours? Well, I didn't pay. It was a, it was a birthday present. I mean, how $1, much? $1,400. What? Yeah. That much? Yep. Wow. Well, when you see it, you'll know why. So at least it's out of... Well, I did see it the other night. Oh, when you actually see it flying. Well, I didn't see... You wouldn't show me. Well, we were hammered. That's why. Okay. Yeah. So, so you don't... I wasn't the smartest You don't drink world. and fly? Well, no, not especially indoors. Yeah. I did fly indoors yesterday at medieval times. That would have ended badly. That was a lot of fun. You did? Yeah. Oh, for the snacks of the round table. Yeah. Doing the pilot and we used the drone for some like awesome, awesome, awesome shots. shots. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be cool to really see. Cool. So we'll find out how that looks nice. in a couple of days. All right, moving on here. Uh, the world of tech is Todd calls me a terrorist. Um, Amazon and yeah. HBO. This happened shortly after we came on. Wait, does that mean it's coming to Fire week? TV? Yes. Amazon Prime has gotten together with HBO. This is a big coup. 
Uh, this is the first time that HBO has ever gone outside of their own playing field to offer some of their shows. Now, people are wondering, well, why is this important? Wait, because, I can't go on iTunes and buy HBO shows? But they haven't teamed up with Netflix to give their I HBO shows away. Right so let's go. I'm going to look for Sopranos. Okay. On Netflix? Uh, no, on, uh, on Prime, iTunes. you can do that. On iTunes. on iTunes, you can do that too, but that you're paying for it. I'm talking about streaming services. Oh, this is a streaming only yes. service. Yes. So you can be, you have Prime. Now you have access to a handful of hand cherry picked HBO shows, big titles. Oh, so Netflix never had the HBO. Like, they didn't have that programming. But I've been watching Dexter. That's Showtime. It's on Showtime. What a, hmm. Now, now you're going to make me go log in. Please Netflix. go log in and then you can apologize for making this a big deal. So what I know is this. If HBO is moving in this direction, they're moving to the a la carte version. The a la carte where you have legitimately just a, your choice where you don't have to buy a big cable um, bundle. And you can go ahead and just get HBO. You'll hopefully you'll be able to buy Showtime. You'll have Give to me an HBO things. show. I'll curb your enthusiasm, right? Type that in. Is unavailable to stream, but the title's on Netflix DVD. Okay, give me another one. A Sopranos. Nothing. Only on DVD. Yes. All right, so you're right. Thank you. You got the Amazon. You can now stream... Now, why do you think they did that partnership? Well, the big, the, I guess the biggest deal is this. They found their price point. And again, it's not HBO saying we're going to give our entire catalog away. Their new stuff, they're still going to keep on HBO.com and HBO Go. Right. These are older, like phenomenal shows that people can still get into whether they've seen them or not. There are people out there that maybe didn't get a chance to see all the DVDs. You know, they don't have time, but if they have access on Prime, it's going to be right at their fingertips. I'm sure it's not just going to be Amazon going forward. I'm sure other streaming services will start supporting it. Well, like, again, that's why it's such a big that's why it's such, as well. that's why it's such a big deal right now is because they went with Amazon. Yeah. And this is the first time that HBO with all their great original programming mm -hmm. has gone and streamed, given streaming access to a third party. You know, I said it last week because I was playing around. I've been playing around with the Fire TV and, it, and I said, Amazon is just on a roll. Like, and of course, whenever I say that, you know, I never go off and buy the stock or anything, but apparently <laughs> last but week- But the stock isn't it, doing well. No, they had a huge uh, earning announcement. Yeah, but the- And so the Amazon shares are, uh, no, are doing really well, I think. They're not. They rise on strong earnings. That, I can't- That's the article I got in front of me. Look at the number, though. If you dig deep into their number, and, and, and you should pull up the stock index on them. They, yeah, they, they have that. so much uh, money invested in hardware that it really is, unfortunately, holding them back. They're innovating yeah. so much yeah they are innovating so much stock, Todd. stock doesn't really look that great yes it's kind of flatline yeah but i tell you i'm really impressed with the fire tv i ported my first game over it just for fun to see if it would work and i got it integrated with their game controller mm -hmm. and their regular controller and i'm blown away with how easy they made it for me to port an existing android game to their platform apple tv doesn't have games they don't chromecast no games no no games fire tv is 99 dollars fast as hell the interface is fast as hell the search is is really nice you can download uh apps to it if you, you have can download a choice video between games. apple tv and fire tv like today i yes. uh, you're getting a better deal with fire tv wow because you can do so much more with it well, can you buy new movies new titles like you can on apple tv yeah it's all integrated so and that's how there's one thing that they kind of get you is they integrate both the prime service yes and the purchase service it's almost too blended together because i could see how you could accidentally purchase something instead of streaming it for free 
So you have to constantly look because they like to do that one click stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you constantly have to look, oh, am I purchasing or streaming? Okay. Well, but they all they it. make it all one easy searchable interface though. But I'm very impressed with it. It's a very fast piece of hardware and the fact that I'm able to port my existing games over uh, without much issue at all. I think this is going to be a great platform. Well, we'll find out. Uh, any other games you saw? And is your game available yet on Amazon? No, Fire? no. I just did this over the weekend a little bit today. I was working on it. You but. did this on a Sunday. Yeah. Because I saw you all day Saturday. No, I did it on uh, Saturday. Saturday morning? One hour before I came out and met you. Oh, my God. It only took like 30 minutes to well, get When I ported. hear things like that, I feel this small. Why? Because it, I couldn't do that in an hour if I tried. Even if I had all... But it was all, that all easy. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. And it was easy because I already ported it to the Mac, and yeah. the Mac is landscape, you know? Oh, so you had all the graphics ready to go. Yeah, the graphics and the logic Still. was already. It was just Productive a matter Productive day. Of, yeah. I thought good. it was cool that I went to a ball game and then a bar crawl. Yeah, that was cool. You 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 built a game and then a bar crawl. <laughs> yes, I did. I like where you're at. Uh, okay. Um, speaking of Amazon, quickly the Amazon phone rumors. This is the first I'm actually hearing about this. Have you heard about these rumors no. in the past? No. Oh yeah. The Amazon phone rumors. Yeah, it has to be coming soon, but I haven't heard the latest. Okay, so the what latest is that they are on the brink, closer than they've ever been before. And it's going to run, it's going to be an Android phone. But, of course. But I still don't understand what's great. Uh, clearly, the brand Amazon is awesome. You've got the Kindle. Uh, you, uh, you can get all your titles there if you've got this phone, supposedly. You can go shopping, just like everyone else does on their mobile devices more and more these days. You can now play your games if you're into games, because then they're allowing you to play ga video games. Mm -hmm. um, I see it, but I don't think I would be prompted to buy, and now you can stream HBO shows, as we just mentioned, uh, and you've got the Prime features. I don't know if I'd be tempted to use an Amazon phone. Like, what does that bring me? What does that change from hmm. from my iPhone or my Kindle or my iPad? Right. Uh, what about WhisperSync? I have no idea what that means, but please tell me. That is Amazon's technology that lets users or readers switch back and forth between like a Kindle book and other things. And it's like, it keeps all your devices in sync, you know? So I got you. So you're watching something on Amazon on your TV, Amazon Prime on your TV. Say you're watching Sopranos, you're streaming it. You leave that device, you pick up your Amazon phone, you yeah. go back to that and you're synced up at the same point in the episode. Yeah. Where you left off. Whisper sync. I think, yeah. If that's enough to buy an Amazon phone. It's also phone, for games then, too. Then so I, it works for games. So for you, level when you're leveling you make, up. Yeah, you level up and then you go to your phone, you, you still have that level up. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I'm not that. It, uh, I guess if, if that's what you're, if that is your main source of entertainment, your hub, I don't know if that's that important to me. Is that important to you? That's the thing is like uh, Apple has that iCloud, right? Yes. Um, Google has that. They offer that. So all the platforms pretty much offer that. But I think Amazon actually goes a step further with uh, their Kindles. Like you, it can use the cellular networks, right? To download books. So you're in the same place of the book that you were. They have some kind up. of agreement there. I wish I, I don't have a, I don't use that service, but it's a lot of people like that because no matter where they are, they can just buy a book anywhere and they're not paying like a monthly access fee. They don't have to pay the $30 a year for oh, is music it called match? match. I think it's called it's music match. match. Or yeah. something like that. You're not paying the thirty bucks for that. Or you don't because that's what you have to do in order to sync. No, this is this is completely different. This is um I think they're allowing you to buy content with those Kindles. Yes. Without having to pay a monthly fee. Like the the price Whoa. of the book is 
I guess, included, and they, they just kind of piggyback on whatever cellular network's out there. Oh, that's to pretty down- crazy. So, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think they do some really cool stuff with that, and I wonder if they could leverage that with their phone as well. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I uh, always like seeing new gadgets on the market. This article says they are on the brink. Uh, hardware device has already been selected. They'll be running Android, and we'll see what they come out with if you're a big Amazon fan. Uh, yeah, the only issue, I mean, of course, it's going to be Amazon Store. Amazon has, you know, forked the Google Android version, and they've stripped off all of the Google apps that you're used to. Yeah. So they've had to recreate everything that Google provides you yes that people are used to right the google so maps drive the google gmail like the google drive none of that oh, they're gonna have to allow you to use email are you gonna go through the browser you can't have a device this is how google gets it you can't have a device with the play store without supporting those apps yes on the device so they, and they don't want the Play Store. They want you to buy from Amazon. the Amazon App Store. Oh, how are they going to get around that? Well, they don't. So there's no Google Apps, which is a problem for Amazon. Yeah. And you look at Nook. They tried to do the same thing, mm-hmm. but they circled back on that decision. They said, screw it. Uh, we're going to put Google Play and Gmail and all the other Google Apps on our device. But wow. they tried to do it just themselves. But it's a, it's a big effort. Amazon's doing a good job at it. But at the same time, people are used to their Google apps and they want those apps. Okay. You know, so that's interesting. That's the biggest the issue they have with, especially coming out with a phone. Yeah. People are going to want the Play Store. Okay. Uh, we'll see what happens there. And before we get to apps of the week, one more. We'd be remiss not to get to this story. Uh, Google, self-driving cars update. Um, it's cool to think about the idea of iRobot when Will Smith is in the Audi and he's just driving along and he's he's really texting while driving, but he's not driving because his Audi's driving itself. And when we were at CES, they had the self-driving technology, which was debuted on stage. Not very well, by the way. They did it much better on Scenehead. But they showed that Audi has come a long way, and Volkswagen, clearly the same company, just one is, is the Audi and Volkswagen, ha- have their own self-driving technology, and a lot of other manufacturers are working on it. But Google is at the forefront of this. And California and the District of Columbia allow self-driving cars as long as there is a driver in the driver's seat. So in case something happens, uh, something could uh, the driver could act fast and hopefully save any type of injury or crash. This is what the next level of self-driving has become, according to this article, where these this technology is coming along so quickly that they, in California, are petitioning for these self-driving cars to actually not to have a person at the driver's seat. They, mm-hmm. they want to call it a secondary driver's seat, so they'll actually be in the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. So the And I, I don't know who this helps. Maybe it's more for press or prestige, because they want people to see a car that's not being driven by an individual and a person on the passenger seat who technically would have control of the vehicle if something happened. They want to see the car driving itself. And you may wonder, well, what has changed? Well, the technology, if you think about it, our brains are basically computers. Their computers that are running these cars are so much faster than will ever be that the scenarios and the 3D radar that these vehicles have are so much more precise than our gauging if the yeah. bicyclist is coming along. And the quote I'm seeing here is just confirming that uh, a self-driving vehicle can pay attention to all of these things in a in a way a human physically can't and all be, being all of those things are the thousand things going on around that car and it never gets tired or distracted you know it never yes. checks a text message or something like yeah. that and takes its eyes off the roads it's always Doesn't a, spill coffee yeah or a big gulp right in your lap i've done that it's all Asking it's analyzing 
in never blinking at this. You know what yeah. I mean? It's never taking well, a break. Well, we can't do that because it's a computer, right? Yeah. My question to both of you, and I'll start with uh, ladies first, Katie Cole. Would you jump in the passenger seat of a self-driving car, say you're in California or even D.C. because they allow them here, the testing, and let the car drive you somewhere? And you're, mind you, you'll be doing a couple things. You'll be driving through the city, and the technology has come far enough where you'll be able to get on the beltway. I think I would definitely be scared and a little bit hesitant if it's like tomorrow. It's new technology. I've never seen it before. I will be hesitant, but would not so be, much maybe in a year. Would you be less hesitant if you saw the cars driving around town with somebody in the passenger seat? I would, if I saw And that. there was nobody in the driver's seat. Because if you saw somebody already kind of living that self-driving yeah, uh, self think- car... Yeah, you'd be more apt to be like, oh, I, clearly they're well, still alive. I can do that. Are doing it. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I read the article and I saw that that they wanted people they're on the passenger side, yes. that's just more to get people used to the idea. I mean, that's just more that's PR call. and show than anything. Todd let's, Moore, let's go to the stats on this one. Please. Since 2011, when self-driving vehicles became legal in, in Nevada. Google has actually logged 700,000 miles with with these cars, mostly on highways, though. But the only reported accidents that they've ever had was when one of the cars was being driven by a person or it was absolutely the other fault of another driver. Somebody ran into that. So these cars have never crashed on their own. So you have that set in front of you. You just heard the story. What do you think? Would you jump in the car tomorrow? I you know, it's interesting because I think you know, the, the technology is almost there. Uh, even Google says city driving is the most difficult because there's so much going on with pedestrians you factor and, in. and construction. And But, you know, in Nevada, it's basically straight roads. So that's yes. like the easiest thing, a lot easier than, than a city grid. Um, so I think it definitely, if I was out in the country, you know, and there was a panic button, I could push it and take over. Yes. I definitely would do that. But you wouldn't do it. Say once shows up outside of uh, our studios. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think if there was a panic button and you had an option of taking Dude, over, like a wheel is there in front of you, like the like driver's head cars, red like the driver's head cars, is the that, driver's head yeah. cars has two steering wheels right. and a brake and a, and you know, an accelerator. Yeah. Uh, the pedals, the both pedals there. And you could take over that yeah, car. Yeah. That's it. You take the wheel. Yeah, there needs to be that right? panic button or a shut kill switch or something. Like maybe it just goes nuts and starts speeding up like crazy. <laughs> You'd want to kill that thing, a right? Manual override. Yes, you got to have that. Okay, but if you had those options, you would do it tomorrow. Yeah, I think I would. All right. Well, that's good Especially to know. if it was Google, because I mean, if it was some fly by night shop I never heard of, but Google's been wow. doing this for years. No. What about Samsung? <laughs> You'll probably be driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> so that could work out as well. So look, especially if you're in California or DC, look for these vehicles to evolve. Um, not, you know, you're used to these days when you just see it and you're like, oh, that's one of those cars. But when you see one of those cars and the guy's still behind the wheel, you still think he's driving it one way or another. You don't really believe. But if I yeah. saw someone in the passenger seat, you start to believe. Yep. And people get used to it. All right. Now it's time for apps of the week. I uh, would like to go. Uh, not first. I would say second's the best. <laughs> okay. Um, who wants to step up to the plate? Katie, you got a good one? I got one. Okay. I got one. I don't know. If, did, did you guys ever have uh, the Sega Dreamcast? Of course. Oh, one Love of my it. favorite games on it that they ported over to Game Center about a year ago. I remember seeing it on the Google Play services, but maybe six months ago they put it on um, iOS, and it's something I've had on my phone, and I play every once in a while, but it's uh, Crazy Taxi. Oh, I remember, remember that. that? I remember yeah, that. I do. yeah, where it was 
Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. but no hookers yeah. and <laughs> it was like the safe it was like the safe Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah. That you just drive around, pick up passengers. pick up passengers and just drive them around, drop them off, yeah. earn money. But yeah, that's on iOS now and I've been playing that. Still same Ooh. music, same characters, They've ported same it. layout and everything. So it's great. Um I just checked the price cuz like I said I've had it on my phone for a while. 4.99. I know I didn't pay 4.99 at the time. What'd you go through Starbucks again? I don't think it was Starbucks. I think that it was when it first came out. I oh, think there was uh, a special. Like a promotional pricing. It was a promotional pricing, but oh, it's four ninety nine now. But if, Buy Sega. Yeah. If you were a, a Dreamcast and a fan of it, it's definitely worth checking out. That is a great cool. app. Nice work. I have another game to Please. recommend. Uh, actually, one of my friends who has his pulse on what kids are playing in the school system, he recommended Flappy Bird to me before anyone else heard of it because oh, all nice. the kids were playing that. Now all the kids are playing Piano Tiles, and it just so happens to be the number one game this week for free on iTunes, and it's such a simple concept. You have to tap on the black keys, mm. and it looks like a piano coming down at you and you tap on the black keys as fast music? as you can. And that's the cool thing about it. I've seen other kind of copycats of this. I really like this one because it sounds like a piano and you hear it's almost like you're playing music. But it if you almost sounds like a magic piano copycat. Oh, yeah. Remember that almost. guy you guys just made fun of me. <laughs> you're like, oh you paid money for that thing and I said, Yeah, Smule made it. Hello. Can't go wrong. No, it's not it's not like playing piano. It's an actual game. So no, it's much better. I understand better. that. Yeah. But so you can hit a, you create music? Well, it plays music like you're hitting, but it's Different not. Different keys. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So What's it, it called again? It's called Piano like Tiles. And what I like that. about it. And they did a good job is they have all these different game modes like classic arcade Zen rush relay. And so they just took a very simple concept uh, and they created all these different game modes. And I've been playing them. piano tiles. Yeah. Check right. it out. I mean, it's it's another success story, just like Flappy Birds. It looks like uh, independent developer and now has the, the number one game. It's pretty cool. Good for them. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm uh, going to switch gears here. Uh, I found myself this past Tuesday night trying to find um, the Wizards game as they're in the playoffs. Go Wiz. I'm a, I'm a new fan as they're winning and then the playoffs. You and everyone else. Yeah. Um, so I'm on the bandwagon and we were trying to find it because everybody thought um, TNT had it, right? I didn't know that TNT had its own app because I enjoy some of the TNT programming, Mm -hmm. but they do. It's called Watch TNT, and you log in. They'll ask you for cable credentials, and if you uh, maybe borrow your parents, you could use that because we're living, um, you know, we've cut the cord here. How dare you? Uh, And we were able to get on it, and they have, like, all these great TNT shows right there, and I just always Law felt... Law and order on your phone? Yeah, I felt like... Thank you, Katie. I felt like you would always have to go through like the Verizon or Xfinity um, app to do do that, but these smaller cable companies have really stepped up their game, so it's Watch TNT. Uh, all your favorite programming is right there. Very cool. So check it out. And if you're in the NBA, uh, some of the games are there as well. Um, okay, so that's uh, our app of the weekend. Uh, I think all, all we need to do is get to the plugs. So what do you got? Well, uh, check out Compulsive. We recently added Google Play support, so you can actually play each other cross-platform, Android and iOS friends together at last. Look at that. How is that hard to do? That sounds like it's fairly complicated. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was that hard to do. Google's been very ambitious, and, and it was very cool of them to actually port all of their stuff over to iOS. And 
you got to give them props for that. They're just like, you know what? We want people using our platform, and we don't care if it's Android or iOS. So it's pretty neat. So I can play Compulsive with a friend that has an Android device. Yeah, on your from your iPhone. Yeah, I'm gonna try that. And That's vice versa. Cool. All right, Katie Cole. I'm on Twitter at the girl Casey. Nice. I didn't mess it up this week because I couldn't say it. Um, I am on Twitter as well at Oscar Radio and at Tech From One Show. Uh, patent trolls. Just yes. quickly, if you don't mind getting to that, uh, that people can uh, contact. This is a very important week. The Senate is uh, voting on some very important patent reform. And uh, if you didn't see my Twitter or my Facebook page, I put some links there. It only takes about 30 seconds if you just write your senators, tell them that it's an important issue. And it really is an important is. issue. Uh, that would be fantastic. Okay. Perfect. Um, well, thank you for joining us. Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Ciao, ciao. This is the sound. This is Tech 411. The preceding program was brought to you by More Broadcasting. For more information, visit us at morebroadcasting.com.